Greetings, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to my new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast series. We have been overwhelmed with the responses that people have shared from listening to these messages on my SiriusXM show over the years. Those listeners, and they're sharing my show with their network, telling people about it, telling their family members, their friends, and their coworkers about this show and the impact it's having on their lives. That's the main reason that this show is now number one for self-help in America, and I'm very grateful. Yet, we realize that many people do not have satellite radio and therefore could not experience for themselves the message. They could not get it for themselves. So we are now sharing these messages with everyone via this new podcast. Enjoy it and share it with your network. And let's help even more people to do more, be more, and achieve more. Tell everybody so that they can live a Wealthy Ways life as well. Welcome to the new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. And remember, your best is yet to come. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and you're right. I've got another minute, just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. It's forced upon me, can't refuse it. I didn't seek it, I didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it, give account if I abuse it, just a tiny little minute, but an eternity is in it. And that music that I love every time it plays, it inspires me from my money-making music and motivation uh, CD. And it's my music that was produced by Paul Miner, who was a producer for The Whispers and, and many others, and uh, written by him and Al Johnson, the great songwriter and singer who was with the Unifix. So I'm grateful for that song, and I'm encouraging you to do what it says, to make the most of every minute, and know that you can change from where you are to where you want to go. I was talking to someone recently. I said, wherever you are in your life, you drove there. You got there. You made an appointment to be there. But 
You can always drive out. You can always make a change. You can always do something to improve your state in life. So I'm grateful. Now, let me start as I start every week with that one minute. And second, with the fact that I give God glory. I give God glory. That minute is called God's minute. And I start every day talking about how God is so good and how I'm so grateful. And now, is my life perfect? No. Is is everything like I want it to be? No. But I'm grateful. I got a choice. I can decide to focus on the things that are not right or focus on what God has given me so good. I got life and strength and health. I'm here another day, another opportunity. And so every time I get another chance, another day, I am grateful. And when I get that attitude of gratitude, it inspires my day. So I'm encouraging you to have an attitude of gratitude and give God glory. Now, I know everybody doesn't believe like I believe, but that's okay. But I tell you, I know who's buttering the bread and what side the bread is buttered on and I give God glory for that and so I'm grateful now I am also excited I'm excited about the response we got from the recent show with D and I about our new book make love make money make it last wow the the messages the notes the emails the, the all sorts of calls we got a call from Kuwait last week Somebody saying, how do I get this book? How do I get this book to make love, make money, make it last? And we said, I said, how did you even hear about us? How did you hear about this book? They say it's blowing up online over here. So if you haven't gotten your copy, go to jollymarriage.com. It's not available at Amazon. It's jollymarriage.com exclusively there where you can get your free chapter as well as you can get the book. And I recommend you get two copies, one for you and your significant other, and make the most of it. Now, for those in the Washington, D.C. area, real quick, I'm going to give you one more shout-out. We've got two things that you should know about on uh, coming up uh, soon. We've got my annual Speakers Boot Camp, and we've got our uh, benefit one-man show for raising funds for D.C. public school students. So uh, go to my website, willyjolly.com, or send me an email at info at willyjolly.com, info at willyjolly.com, if you either want to know more about our speaker boot camp and how you can get into the speaking business and how you can grow your speaking business if you have one and how you can tap into this multi billion dollar industry and then for those who want to be inspired and in the washington area or want to come in for my one-man show come in it'll be on uh next saturday next saturday uh coming up so uh you can come into town or you can come and get tickets at uh, go to jollylivetour.com jollylivetour.com there you go now i've got a great show for you today i mean when i say great i mean great because i got one of my dear dear friends who is my guest she is a hall of fame speaker she's in demand incredibly powerful tremendous funny as all get out great singer great performer i mean just uh jeff uh fox someone said she's a a blend of chanda pierce who sings and a female version of jeff foxworthy that's what america today's american woman called her her name is jane Herlong. Jane is an XM, serious XM humorist on Sirius XM on the comedy channel. She's an 
Amazon best-selling author, award-winning singer, uh, speaker and singer, and she's in the Speaker's Hall of Fame. Speaker's Hall of Fame, and she is in great... Uh, demand around America. She was uh, a, a Miss America contestant, and she'll tell you more about that. And she uh, from South Carolina and has had a number of best-selling books now. And she speaks all over the globe and has such just what I call earthy humor, just, just incredible. And many people have heard our rendition, Jane and I, of the National Anthem online. If you have not, you have to hear it. It's, it's a, a unique version, which is two stanzas, two verses. She sings one full verse, which is the one you all know, and then I do one. And this is done years ago, probably 20 years, over 20 years ago now, and it's still getting great reviews online. So uh, check it out. Anyway, I'm honored to have my dear friend, the one and only Jane Gerlach, Ger- well, it's Jane Jenkins, Herlong, but I just call her Jane Herlong. Jane, are you there, baby girl? Sweetie, I am, and you are such a great friend to have me on your show and share what I've done and, and what we have done together, which, like you said, that national anthem, people just talk about it all the time, and that was such a such an honor to sing, especially to sing with you and to have you as my friend, Willie. Well, it's been a long time uh, friendship, and I'm grateful for you and your husband, Thomas, and your children. Now, Jane, that, I've given the kind of thumbnail sketch of who you are, where you come from. Why don't you tell them a little more about who Jane uh, Herlong is and where she come from and her story? Well, I grew up down in Charleston, South Carolina, and uh, on a farm, uh, Johns Island to be more specific, and my daddy was a, just a hard-working man, and, and bless Daddy's heart, he didn't finish college, but he had a lot of experience and a lot of wisdom on how to, how to really grow an incredible crop, whether it be cucumbers, tomatoes, soybeans. And I, I learned that work ethic from my daddy because he never gave up, and that's a success principle that I've carried from the farm into my life every day. And I had a very funny mother, great sense of humor. She always could spin things. And I love that about my mom. But uh, what happened to me was when I was in the first grade, I was such a tomboy, Willie. I mean, I lost my teeth and corduroy short uh, shirt, flannel pants, that kind of thing. And I was just all the time wanting to play on the farm. And real short hair. And something just hit me one day. I, I must have seen a snippet of the Miss America pageant. And it just was uh, everything I wanted to become, but I was not. And it just started a dream in me. I believe God planted that mm. to the point where when the, the teacher said, now the cute girls need to step up because the high school girls are going to pick out. That's how they did it back then, pick out the cutest girls in the class. So, you know, me with, with no teeth and um, my lips were huge and still are, but I grew into them. I like them now. <laughs> and <laughs> My little farm girl self stepped right up next to the diva of the class, you know, just Miss Perfect. And, of course, they picked Miss Perfect. And I could have taken her down, you know. I said she had a stick-out dress and her um, she had the red lipstick off from the Avon tester tube. And... <laughs> And I joke and say her hair was jacked up to Jesus, seriously. <laughs> and um, I'd also say I could have uh, made it possible for her to visit Jesus that day in person. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that inspired me. A lot of people, that's competition. Yes. And it didn't, it didn't discourage it. And, you know, as our choice, 
Uh, disappointments are going to happen. They're inevitable. But, but discouragement, how do we handle that? Right. You know, that, that's our choice. Right, right. You know? Uh, oh, stop there for a minute because that's powerful. And I want people to hear that again. Disappointments are going to happen, but discouragement is a choice. That's right. Okay, that's powerful. And, and, and let's dig in there a little bit, because I want people to understand the difference between, because uh, people say, I'm, I, I'm disappointed and I'm discouraged. Well, t- how, what's the difference? Well, I mean, it's my choice how I handle that disappointment. Yes. I mean, and, that, and that's why I wrote this book, because it's a flip-flop. Uh, and, yeah, that, that's a flip-flop that happens in life. And how do you handle it? I mean, if you want to be discouraged, then it wears you. Well, why not wear it? You know, in other words, let me be in control by the power of prayer and feeling led of the Spirit. And I'm like you. Um, I, I'm a believer, and I, the teachings of Christ are important to me. But, I mean, let's, let's try to take a hold of that emotion and not be defined by it. You know, Willie, there are people that we know that we love and uh, Larry Wingett says this so beautifully. They've got that imaginary comma behind their name. Mm. And I want my comma to be, you know, Jane's been through some stuff in her life, but, you know, she's a humorist, and she's managed to twist it around. So she finds the good and the positive and the pure in it. And she has had disappointments, but she's not going to live in a discouraged state. So that's the difference. Wow. And see, you know what that is, Willie? That's putting a rhinestone on your flip-flop right there. That's the rhinestone. Wow. So, th- that, that, you know, folks, I, I, y'all notice she's talking about flip-flop. We're going to talk about her new book. She has a book that's blowing up across America, and it talks about attitude. It, it really does, if you could boil it down to the bottom, about how and what she just said. Disappointment happens, but discouragement is a choice. And you have to, you have to make the choice. Are you going to be discouraged, or are you going to make that discouragement a, a, uh, a question mark or a exclamation mark or comma. That's true. That's true. And so what is your, what is your, that's your choice. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with strategies that help Jane go from a little country farm girl to being on the Miss America stage to becoming a well-known, gracious and, and grateful and great uh, speaker and author. And now she is a best-selling author and she is blowing up across America. What took her the journey? What were the principles that she used? And what can you use in your business, in your business, in your small business, in your ministry, in your, in your sales uh, organization? What can you use to grow your success? We'll be right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. And for sure, your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and if you're enjoying this information you're hearing on this podcast, I want to invite you to get even more great information on my new 
free gift page on my website. Go to wjspeaks.com and hit the All Access badge. On that page, you will find information and resources specifically designed to help you to have greater success. Free ebooks, music, all sorts of interesting and informational interviews for my XM show. I'm telling you, this is a great page. And why do I do it? Because I've learned that the more we give, the more we get. And the more we help other people to grow and go to the next level, the more we receive in our business. So we want to help you. Tell your friends about it. Go to Facebook and get my information. Go to my website. Get my free resources. And get on wjspeaks.com and hit that all access badge. It looks like a backstage pass. Click it. You'll get behind the scenes information to the special page to help you grow. All we want in return, all we ask is that you pass it on because the more you give, the more you get. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. With my special guest. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I hope you visit my website at WillieJolly.com. Go to the page where all of the free gifts are. We got a page. If you go to WillieJolly.com slash gift. WillieJolly.com slash gift. Get some of the free gifts we have for you there. Ebooks, uh, downloads, interviews, just good stuff to help you have greater personal and professional success. Also, uh, I want to encourage you to go to jollymarriage.com and get uh, your copy of the new book or get the free chapter that you download. Now, my special guest today is the one and only Jane Herlong. For those who don't know who Jane Herlong is, she's a serious XM uh, humorist and very popular. I'm extremely popular. Amazon bestselling author, a speaker. Hall of Fame inductee. She's from South Carolina. When you hear her talk, you can tell she's from South Carolina. (laughs) And uh, she is one of the funniest women on the planet. I mean, literally, she when she does her speeches, people are rolling in the aisles. And then she's a she's an incredible singer. For many of you have heard me and her sing on the national anthem over the years. Uh, is a very popular video that uh, I encourage you to listen to. So Jane, you were telling you grew up on the farm, uh, and you uh, had this girl who who should, you should have won, but she won. And how did you go from there to Miss America? Well, you know, I tell you, Willie, this is another interesting uh, key point, because when I got rejected, and that's in my book, too, I called Deceived Eve, she was rejected. But when you get rejected, what do you think? Now, I don't think no, I think next. Mm. You got, you, if, you, if you think no and let no consume you, then you're done. Right. Like, like the great Zig Ziglar said, whether you think you can or you can't, or you can't you're right either way. Right. And so I went ahead, and, and I walked up to that girl that rejected me. I was just a little thing. And I said, you know, I can play the harmonica. <laughs> she said, well, you can be in our pageant. And I said, I know. 
<laughs> and I just sat down and a big old wave hit me because I don't play the harmonica. You don't play the no. I mean, I lied through my little. My, well, I didn't have teeth. I lied through my gums. <laughs> but but here's the interesting part. My brother said, "I'm working with the pageant, and we need a fishbowl for the contestants to retrieve questions out of." And I had that, and I remember sitting at that pageant in a broken chair. I didn't even care. I kept falling on the floor. I remember that. And I watched those girls walk across the stage and put their hand in my fishbowl, and something just hit me, and I believe, and I know the Lord spoke to me and said, you're going to do that one day. And I thought, how? We don't have money. We live in a tenant house. My daddy didn't finish the 10th grade. Wow. Our food stamps are cabbage. Daddy had to plant cabbage to get us out of problems financially. But, you know, 17 years and about five months later, I was on the stage of Miss America. Wow. And, um, and so what happened was, but, but here's a key element, talking about discouragement and disappointment all that. How about this? You might not have it all, but can you make a contribution towards where you want to go? And you see, that was the fishbowl. Mm. I made a contribution. Now, had I sat back and said, I'm, I know I'm ugly, and I'll just stay here, and I'll just play on the farm and skate on the soybeans after Daddy goes to the grain bin, and if I just think, well, they told me I was ugly, so I am. I'm going to stay home. I'm not going to that beauty pageant. But I went, and I saw my fishbowl, and I made a contribution. So you put one step in front of the other. I've watched your career blossom, you and Dee. What you all have done is phenomenal. Wow. But I've seen you put one step in front of the other, and that's what you do. That's what successful people do. The greatest battle is definitely in our minds. Mm. That, now, folks, I, I hope y'all got that. The greatest battle is in our minds. That's it. That's it. And That's you, it. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I've seen you rise up. I've had to rise up. We call each other and we encourage. And see, in my book, I talk about we have to have wow women and wow people. And men of wisdom, women of wisdom. And I've heard you talk about some men of wisdom. Absolutely. And yeah. you have to have those older people that will tell you the truth in love. And you got to be willing to hear it and open your heart. Absolutely. So, and, so let me ask you this: you, you, how did you start your your business? I mean, you were you were Miss America uh, uh, finalist, and how did you how did you start speaking and all of that? Well, on top of that, which was an incredible experience of of all these principles I learned. I got married. As you know, Thomas was my escort. We did. We had one date, and he asked me to marry him. And you know how Thomas is. That's a miracle of God right there. <laughs> I didn't even know where the man lived. <laughs> I mean, the first conversation I had with him, I said, what, what have you been doing? And he said, artificially inseminating my beef cattle. <laughs> so, you know, when you get that kind of answer. And, and you know what it did? My heart just floated. I said, I love, I'm in love. How weird is that? So I moved to this little tiny, tiny town with two lights. And you've been here. I've been you there. With, yeah, it's teeny. And it's so small. Thomas has moved from um, financial, into financial services from farming because that's what he did. Yes. And he shares his office with the funeral home, really. <laughs> and he, he works with New York Life. So I quip and people walk in, I'll say, New York Life or death. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here right now. <laughs> so we just, we just got a death certificate in from UPS. <laughs> 
old. We know who died. Listen, we're the, we the third people that know who, who's passed. The people, the, yeah, the family, the funeral home director, Betty, and then we're third. So we know. It's like Mayberry for real, Rory. Oh, my gosh. And then you got to get your Velveeta casserole ready, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Has to be Velveeta. Oh Lord! So, so well, I mean, so here I am in this little tiny town, and I had a cousin. I mean, I, I couldn't. I got fired from teaching. I mean, I was teaching dyslexic children. They told me I was dyslexic. That was special. <laughs> and there was nothing to do. Right. Nothing. Zero. And so a cousin of mine said, "Why don't you go into schools and start doing self-esteem programs?" So I was like maybe 23 years old, and I just created a business, and I was busy, let me tell you. I didn't even know a National Speakers Association was in this country. And then I met you in the elevator That's the right. very first time. That's right. That's right. And, and we were both seeking another way to grow our business. You know, as people that have spoken in churches and performed in churches singing, and then I felt led to go into uh, the association, the corporate world, and I still love my speaking in churches to groups and women's groups and mixed audiences. I still love that. But you and make I your money in corporate America. And Boy, in, do I. Yes. And, book, and books. That's you know, right. And then and on SiriusXM on their comedy channel on 97, yes. which I appreciate. But so that's it just sort of grew. And, I, you know, you take risk, Willie. That's another thing All folks right, that are risk. in business. You've got to take a risk. And it's scary. Mm. And you and I have talked about this. Right. You got to be willing to learn. You don't want a one year of learning twenty times. That's pathetic. Right. You got to continue learning. And uh, I like to face a challenge head on. You know, I'll say, "Bring it on, bring it on." I'll do my best. And I mean, look, I got an F in writing. Wow. An F. I mean, and I remember when I wrote my first book, I gave it to my professor in college because I thought, "Here you go, pal. Thank you, thank you." But see, that wasn't a discouragement. That was a challenge. That was the no to next. Mm. Then you go, so I think I'll try to write a book. And then, you know, like you, I've written music and recorded music and done parodies. And then all of a sudden, my agent throws my newest book uh, idea out to Hachette out of New York and Nashville, and they pick me up. And it's just been a game changer for me. No question, because I can't I can't go Holly anywhere without seeing something about this book all over the place. Let me take a moment for those who who, who joining us. This is my guest is Jane Jenkins Herlong. Who has a uh, uh, she's a Hall of Fame speaker, serious XM popular uh, guest, a uh, comedian, humorist, uh, a singer. Uh, a best-selling uh, Amazon best-selling author. She has a new book, Rhinestones on My Flip-Flops. Well, well, tell me, where did that come from? I mean, uh, tell me the principle there. Rhinestone, you got flip-flops uh, in life where you can look at it a negative and you flip it and make it a positive. How does that all play into the title? Well, I, I start thinking, Willie, I know you've seen the same thing. You and I travel and we speak, and I think um, I'm blessed with a sensitivity to people. And when I hear their stories, it's the same thing. Emotions running amok, controlling people, creating problems, stress, anxiety. And although all of those are serious topics, I approach it with humor. Because I thought to myself, now who do I know? Who is my go-to person? So as John Maxwell says, let's go to the ancient scrolls, the great scrolls, the Bible. Mm. So I picked out Eve. You know, Eve is the friend that you and I have, whether it's male or female, that thinks they can have more and want more and aren't thankful and appreciative. 
So they step outside uh, after work and go and, and have a drink with the, the folks at work. And one thing leads to another and leads to another. And they innocently say, oh, no, just like Eve, that's not the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That's the tree in the midst of the garden. They reclassify so they can do, give in to the things that are going to destroy them, and it will. And so what ends up happening is if you don't get a handle on it and say, wait a minute, I'm thankful. I've got a family. I've got a husband that loves me. And you say, no, I want more like Eve. I want to be like God, so I'm going to eat of the fruit of the tree. And it ends up that you lose it all, but you had it all, but you didn't know it until you lost it. Wow. You've seen people like that. I have too. So that's deceived Eve. And then I go into Mary and Martha. And so Jesus said in the story that Mary chose wisely. Martha was too busy running around with the details, and she missed the main event. And, and Martha got so mad she wanted Jesus to yell at Mary. Now, we've all been there, just total stress. But I tell funny stories about myself and the southern story of me being on the tour, the tour of homes, and I had no furniture. What the is that, tour. a tour? <laughs> the to- it's a tour. But, I, but the, the woman that called me said, darling, this is Martha Ransford Clark. Um, her long, it's everybody's related around here. Would you put your new pretty little old house that you and your husband are renovating on tour? <laughs> <laughs> And so I'm all excited. Go, they want my house on tour. This is the Women's Club of Edgefield County. It was that kind of thing. I got so excited. Hung up the phone, and Thomas said, we don't have any furniture, which we did not. <laughs> so I've got a friend that went to everybody's house and decorated my house with their their furniture from their houses. Wow, wow. Yeah, and then when people walked in, this is what you heard. Isn't that Josie Herlong set tea? <laughs> no, but that's Virginia Smith's end table and lamp. They all knew. Well, we are going to take a quick break for station identification. We'll be right back with my special guest, the one and only Jane Jenkins Herlong, with her dynamic and hot new book, Rhinestones on My Flip Flops. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and for years I've told people that in order to have a greater life, it starts by having greater individual days. If you have a great day and you repeat that great day seven times, you've had a great week. And you repeat that week four times, you've had a greater month. And then repeat that month 12 times, you've had a greater year, and you're on your way to a greater life. And it starts with that individual day. I recommend you start each day with something powerful. I call it the pure, the powerful, and the positive. Rather than starting your day with bad Bad news, how many people got killed or how many children got snatched or how many fires there were. I recommend you start your day with something to inspire and empower and encourage you to make this day a great day. We're excited to announce the start of Jolly TV on my Facebook page. Go to Willie Jolly, Willie.jolly on Facebook. Just go to Willie.jolly on Facebook and get ready for a great day and a great life. Have a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show. I want to take a moment to give a shout-out to our sponsor. Uh, her name is Shirley Lou. Shirley Lou Finance. Uh, she is an incredible woman who can help you with your financial services and your programs. Go to ShirleyLouFinance.com, and the first few callers will who reach out to her say, I heard you on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show, get a, get a $100 gift, a castle, not a $100 bill, a $100 gift. It's valued at $100. It's a castle key software for growing your financial plan for your family and your business. So go to Shirley.com. 
S-H-I-R-L-E-Y, Lou, L-U-U, finance.com, ShirleyLouFinance.com. Send her a note or call her and say, I heard you, I heard about you on the Willie Jolly Show, and I want what you got to give. She will be happy to take care of you, and you'll be glad you did. Now, my guest today is my dear friend, my uh, sister from another mister. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is the, the one and only great Southern humorist and singer, serious XM humorist, best-selling author on Amazon, award-winning author, uh, Hall of Fame speaker. Uh, sh- uh, she's just phenomenal and incredible gift to the world, Jane Jenkins Herlong. So, Jane, Hi, tell us you. about this book. And why, why, what, what, what principles people can get from this book? Because you've got a lot of good stuff in here. You know, what inspired you to write the book? And why did you make this your next one after all the other successful ventures and products you had? I just felt like I needed a deeper dive using these iconic biblical women and their flip-flops and, and their sparkle and shine moments. Like, I, I love... Esther, and not being in the pageant world, Esther was a pageant girl. I mean, she was um, she was at a spa for a year, one year, and she had an encourager in her life. Her uncle encouraged her. We got to surround ourselves with folks that care about us, and so I take it from the standpoint of let's have courage. There comes a point in your life where you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, "It is time for me to be brave and to do the right thing, regardless of how I feel." Whether it's forgiveness, you see, mm-hmm. that makes no sense, but in the eyes of God, it releases you from bondage. I mean, and and as much as I loved my sister, I saw her get into a spirit of anger and bitterness, and I believe that ended up to her demise physically because she passed away shortly after my mother died and she just could not bring herself to understand those spiritual principles of releasing those emotions that can control you and grip you and i think that's why i'm so passionate about getting out this message in this book because that is a flip-flop that will ruin us Wow. It will definitely dull us in everything we do, whether it's personal, professional. It's, it can be debilitating, and I've heard the analogy, and you have too. It's like drinking poison saying, I'm going to hurt you. Right. But it's your own poison. So things like that. I talk about Sarah, mother of nations. Oh, let me, let me jump in here about this being brave, because I think that's a pro- profound point. And you talk about it. Look in the mirror. Tell yourself to be brave. And do it even when you're scared, okay? What we want to tell you is do it even when you're scared. For courage. Courage is an interesting uh, concept because courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is having fear and moving forward anyway into the power and the direction of your goals and dreams. And so Jane is a, a, an example of someone who was told she couldn't. You, you didn't even tell them about your education and them telling you that you would never go to college. I mean, Never. Yeah, I was discouraged. I saw my IQ. Teacher told me not to look. And I thought, she's stupid. Then I realized, no, I'm the stupid one because I looked. <laughs> and I couldn't get into college, and I, and I talked my way in, and the best I could do was academic probation. But all of those discouragements helped me become better and not bitter. And you know the difference in those two words is the I and the E. Mm. You know, because if it's all about you, that I is going to be prominent, and you're going to be bitter. But better 
means I'm going to look at the world and say, I'm going to learn from my mistakes. And see, that's what Eve had to do. She had to learn from her consequences. God bless the people. That, and you know and I know people that we love that have gotten so debilitated from, let's say, substance abuse. Right. And those magic words we want to hear is, these are my consequences. I cannot choose my consequences, but I could have chosen better. Right. But I'm going to get better. Right. Those are magic words. Consequences teach us lessons. We have to settle for those things many times. So it's got some powerful shine and sparkle moments in the book. And that's what I love because we're all going to have flip-flops. Sarah, the mother of many nations, what was her flip-flop? She just completely moved past God's timing. I did the same thing. I couldn't have children for the longest time. You know, I talk about going to that fertility doctor, and Holmesy came along and stayed in the womb for 10 months because he wanted to play video games. Tomb Raider <laughs> is what I always say. Womb Raider, so I should call it. And, uh, you know, and how old is, is Holmes now? Let me tell you something. I love my child. He's 29 years old, and he's still in college. <laughs> now, let me tell you, that's a flip-flop. But i got to find the humor in it. I had somebody ask me, we're going to love this, Willie, ask me the other day, what's he doing in college? I said, he's getting his Ph.D. And they said, oh, congratulations. I said, no, that would be Pizza Hut delivery. <laughs> <laughs> but I got, if I don't try to find some humor with that child, oh, it's so funny. It's, it's true. It's, and then I've got Caroline, who could not be more on point. Unbelievable. I'm telling you. And I was honored to be at her fabulous wedding. Uh, y'all had a so sweet. Oh my God, it was fabulous, and we all were just amazed at the great event you and Thomas put on for your baby girl. And so, folks, you know, we got a relationship. This is not a casual relationship that Jane and I have. One of the things I want you to know about this, uh, our success story, is that uh, iron sharpens iron. And we and I hang around. I make a point to hang around people who are going places, doing things, who are leaders, who are world changers. I make a point to be in their presence because I grow from that uh, association, from that relationship. And that's what I what I think you you should make a point to do. You've got to stay around. Jane just said, choose to hang around those who encourage you, those who are going places, rather than those who discourage you, who tell you it's not possible. So you want to hang around positive people who are doing positive things so that they can have a positive impact on a positive world and a positive future for their families and their finances. Now, Jane, you went through all of these challenges. You've been through all sorts of challenges with your family, with your business. Uh, what, do you, what do you do when things just don't go right? What can people learn? And I know this book is, is focusing on wow women, but it also has a, a tremendous impact and can for men. What do you tell people about what do you, when the stuff happens and goes south on it? I mean, it's just everything goes wrong. It doesn't get better. It gets worse. Oh, and I've been there, Willie. I mean, for seven years, we went through a family lawsuit I thought would never end. And my heart was broken for my mother, who lost a relationship with her, with her daughter. Wow. And it was a terrible mess. And I prayed. I mean, I remember Caroline at night, just so fervently as a little child, praying, knowing how grieved my heart was. I had to know that God was doing a work. Yes. He was doing, and he was not wanting me to jump over it or go under it or go around it, but straight through it. And I got my first book review, and it was, thank you. You have no idea how your book helped me. We're dealing with impossible people. 
unprincipled behavior. You mentioned that to that to me in the you know mentioned in the book, and it was like God saved that review to say to me in my heart, "You see, now do you understand why I allowed you to go through that?" Because you are helping other people go through impossible situations with impossible people. Wow. I just wrote a note to myself. Go through the tough situations, deal with them, and then you will learn that you just didn't go through them, but you grew through them. You are able to grow through them. Absolutely. And you can't. God did not allow me to go around it as I had prayed on my knees with raw knees and tears in my heart and, and, and in my face, running down my face like a river. But he just said, this is why, because you are going to help other people. You make your pain someone else's gain. Mm. That's why I have you in this position. And I know it from my, and when you say, Willie, money will motivate, but passion will continue to help you push through those hard times. You know, our dear friend W. Mitchell, when he was here on the show, he said, you can pray that God will move the mountain, or you could pray, God, give me the strength to climb the mountain. And that's, that's, right. that's exactly what you're talking. That's what I want everybody here to listen. I know we got a lot of pastors. We got a lot of entrepreneurs. We got a lot of small business people who listen to this show, make it a part of their weekly routine. And I'm excited about the fact that they are listening. And I want to encourage you uh, first to go get, uh, where can they buy the book, Jane? Well, I can. I'm so, so blessed. It's just everywhere. It's in Barnes and Noble. It's through Target, Walmart, um, christianbooks.com is in all these different languages willie of course amazon um and it's amazing to me when i just type it in and google it i see where it is i mean it just it's, it's an audible also um i recorded it uh live in terms of uh, reading it and uh it's in kindle nook the whole deal so hachette publishing is so good about pushing out the book so it's available anywhere Wow. That you in, in retail stores. But let me back up the word courage. Yes. As we were speaking, I got an email from Glenna Salisbury, who, as you, gave an editorial review for the book. Yes. And as we both know and love Glenna, she's out of Arizona, she's dealing with a terrible problem with breast cancer. Right. And she that she was diagnosed about four years ago. And honey, she is she is my modern day wow and a, a truly a beautiful woman. I would call her Esther. Yes. Because she continues to fight this battle. And of course, you know what I get. Thank you. Your book is beautiful. Um, thank you for my copy. It's a privilege to be an endorser. Praying in, that you're blessed in every way. Now, if I didn't know Glenna, I would not. I would know one thing about what she's dealing with right now. But that is flat out godly courage. Absolutely. She looked, you know, she was on the show about a year ago, and it's still one of very popular podcasts. Someone asked about it just the other day. And she looked cancer in the eye and said, so cancer, I am not letting you take me out. And every Monday, she continues to put out her, her weekly uh, newsletter. She continues to, to bless people. She doesn't travel like she used to, but she's still doing her thing because it's that courage. That we look willing to look the challenges in the face, look them in the eye, and say, you're not taking me out. You're not scaring me. And, folks, I want to encourage everybody who's listening to do that. I want to encourage you to look 
at your challenges, to go through them, grow through them, and to fight through them. It's a tough day. It's a tough thing. But you know what? It's tough either way. If you do nothing, it's tough. If you go out and conquer the world, it's tough. So if you got to go through tough. You got to go through pain. You got to go through it anywho. You might as well go for the gusto. And so that's why I'm encouraging you all to fight for it and, and keep fighting for it. Now, my, my special guest, Jane uh, Herlong, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, she's going to give you some of the principles that she has learned over the years that have made, made her one of the top humorists, one of the top speakers, as well as to have a full life. She got a happy family, mom, wife, and a successful business. She is literally having her cake and eat it too. How does she do that? Well, it's because of some principles she employed in her life that made a difference. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and for sure, your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Life had enough ups and downs. But Lord, since I've met you, since I all this changed in the bleak of an Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500, and that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you. Grow your mindset. Grow your future. Grow your finances. Go to WJSpeaks.com. Dot com slash billionaire wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and will help you find that there's a price for success but there's a cost for not paying the price and the cost is always greater than the price go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag the box or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth and remember as a man thinketh so as he is and your best is yet to come Oh, 
with my special guest, Jane Jenkins, her long best-selling author. Now, Jane, you have uh, this book, and it's all over the place. Uh, where's the website if people want to have you come speak for them and you know, come and have your, your, uh, an event for them? Uh, JaneHerlong.com, H-E-R-L-O-N-G.com. All right. Let me tell you what uh, Sean Weatherly Harris, Miss Universe, Miss USA, uh, former uh, Miss USA said about this. I love the way Jane weaves old-fashioned wisdom from her family with biblical truths to shed new light on how those truths can be applied to modern-day real-life issues. She, she adds a fresh voice to the eternal yearning for meaning and purpose we all carry in our souls. I mean, we got one quote after another, and I'm honored that uh, she sent it to me early on. I could get to read it. And this is a dynamite program to help people uh, understand how powerful their futures can be when they make up their minds. And that's part of what you talk about is a powerful, positive thinking process, making up your mind, and flipping your negative into positive. How do you do that? What's the process? How does that happen? How is somebody uh, who's, who's going through the tough times, what do you recommend they do, Jane? Well, you cannot lose your shine. I have a speech that's popular called Don't Throw Tomatoes at My Field of Dreams. And it could simply also be called rhinestones on my flip-flops. Mm. Because, Willie, in order for you and me and everyone listening to find their shine, and I would shine the tomatoes and make them beautiful and irresistible. We've got to shine ourselves. We've got to be shiny. We've got to find out what are our gifts. Now, the way you find out what your gifts are is you put your foot out there and you step into an unknown arena and you find out, is this a gift? Is this something that I can monetize but give out of the passion of my heart. So you challenge yourself. That's number one. You find your shine through challenging yourself and learning who you are. And that's important. And you should not sit there and do, no, listen, I'm a terrible housekeeper and I'm, I have a horrible-looking office. That's not my shine. I have to ask people to help me do that. Right. That's just not my shine. That's not my, my shine, gift either. No, I don't do it well. I, listen, cooking, that's not my shine. I mean, it's pathetic. Poor Thomas. N nothing in the refrigerator this morning. I felt sorry for the man. He walked out with coffee. He looked like a little puppy. But I hadn't bought groceries. So I don't, that's not my thing. I mean, I was at a quilting thing. Now, that just kill me. And um, they had to redo it and, and pull all the stitches out. It was some kind of little farm girl thing. I thought, oh, boy, this is nice. I ruined the quilt. So that's, I don't shine in those arenas. I know where I shine. Let me and tell everybody that she came from Charleston, South Carolina, a nice, very uh, uh, prestigious and high-end uh, southern city where lots of art, fine arts, and so forth. She came from Charleston and moved to Johnston when she got married, which is a little too, too light town. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had somebody have the audacity to say, yeah, but you weren't born here. I'm thinking, come to Charleston, honey, then we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, now, I'm going to ask you this. A couple questions I like to ask guests. Uh, one question is, people, this is the Wealthy Way show, okay? And I always tell people it's important to be wealthy. Give a reason why it's important to be wealthy from your perspective. Well, because when, you're, when you have a means by which to do things for comfort for yourself, you can also have the power of the purse. Mm. You can give abundantly. Mm to different causes. And like Nito Kubain always says, we go from success to significance. Where do we want our legacy? 
and we, we support. And I heard a speaker today, the, this past weekend, Willie, great guy, Dennis Swanberg. He's a comedian, so funny, but he's also a Baptist preacher. And he said, you, you have the power of the pen. Write notes to people. People love that. The power of the purse. Everything starts with P. Mm. Give and then pray. And then he said, be present, show up. And Mm -hmm. he talked about his daddy's funeral when his buddy showed up. So you've got the pen. People don't write notes. They don't know how to do it anymore. This generation, that's a powerful tool to connect. And then give and then pray and then show up. If you're going to say you're going to be present, show up. Like you told me, I'm coming to Caroline's wedding. When you walked in that church, tears just filled my eyes. You were present at a very important event. I love those four words to live by. Wow, that's fa- that's powerful. Folks, I hope you got that because you can do that where you are, and it can impact your, your, your life. Now, another quick question I want to ask, and I, I try and ask every guest, is if you were speaking to a class of college students who wanted to, to be in business, what would be some of the advice you would give them and say, here's some things I recommend you do? Uh, the hokey pokey. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Come on. The hokey pokey. That's the first thing you have to learn is the hokey pokey. Explain. Because it's putting, it's doing, you put your right foot in, you do the right thing. Mm. Do the right thing. Right foot out, right foot in, and then what? When bad stuff happens, you shake it all about, you shake it off. Mm. You do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around. You wow. learn a lesson from it. So if you want to be successful in business, and it's like a pageant principle, and my coach always said this, he said, pageants are won and lost in the wings of the stage Mm. many times. You know what? Life is won and lost in the wings of the stage. Money is won and lost in the wings. Because you think people are looking, they are. Wow. And it'll catch up with you. And we can see all in our culture today when it just caught up with them. All these nasty secrets are now out in the open. And that true. And that's yeah. the truth. So what you do in the dark is going to come in the light. That was the it rest. Is. That's what you just said. The ancient scriptures, the, the, the ancient uh, wisdom tells us. The that scrolls. The scrolls of life. You, what you do in the dark is going to come out in the light. My mom used to say that all the time. So I love that you do the hokey pokey. Folks, that sounds so simple, but it's so profound found it is ab- you got to turn yourself around you got to get back off the ground get off that canvas get back in the fight Tell- I- i'm fired up now jane you done fired me up now <laughs> i'm all fired up ready to go out and, and slay some dragons today that's right and-, and folks i hope wherever you are today that you're you're making a point today i'm going to go and do that thing which i'm afraid of i'm gonna go through that uncomfortable situation because i know it's gonna grow me and i'm gonna get better on the inside and i'm gonna shine my 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 tomato what gift i got i got a tomato it's all i got but i'm gonna make it the best the most beautiful the shiniest tomato and in the world you 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 give speeches all over the country and you use these simple southern principles i do and will the thing about the tomato speech is the next thing i learned is you got to get rid of to get better Mm. i mean i had tomatoes in my bucket that were not were not great tomatoes. I had to get rid of them because it will infect the rest of your life. Mm. And you have to keep calling relationships, people. There might be people in your family. You have to have, as Dr. Henry Cloud said many times, a necessary ending. 
in your life. And you have to surround yourself with boundaries and borders to protect yourself. See, I thought, oh, I'm a Christian. It'll all be perfect. People will love me through the love of Christ. And I heard I heard of, I read in a book one time, she said, you know what? Use relational intelligence because there are people out there, so help me, that if you turn the other cheek, they can't wait to slap the other side. Mm. And you've got to, you've got to realize that God puts people in your life many times just for a season. So that's the call principle. Get rid of to get better. Wow. <laughs> Folks, I'm hoping y'all are getting this. Some people, you got to get out of your life. If they're negative, if they're, if they're always talking about people, when they're, not, when they're talking about people around you, you know that when you're not around, they're talking about you. And so you got to get rid of those negative people, negative energy. Don't be, don't be buying into it. Don't, you know, my wife said something powerful the other day. We were somewhere and, and someone was getting ready to say something negative about somebody. She said, oh, 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 oh. I, whatever you got to say, say it after I leave. Cause I like that person. That's my friend. I don't even know what happened in her background. Something happened in her life 20, 30, 40 years ago. I like her and she has blessed me. I don't even want to hear it. Y'all wait till I leave. And I thought that was profound because that's exactly what we preach and teach. We, we know sometimes we get around people got itchy ears. And so what we want to do is say, hey, 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 I don't want none of that energy. I'm going with a different energy. And that's what is exciting about what you're doing. Uh, again, this is Jane... Jenkins Herlong, or just Jane Herlong, dot com, and Jane Herlong, H E R L O N G, rhinestones on my flip flops, choosing extravagant joy in the midst of everyday mess ups. Have you ever messed up, Jane? Boy, have I, and continue to. Wow. I'm telling you, I've had some um, real mess ups, but you know, I, I laugh through it, Willie. Really? I have to, I have to laugh my way through it. I mean, parenthood. Yes. I'm telling you, you know, I talk about Holmes and Caroline and how different they are. And, and you know, I'd pull up at school, and, and the teachers would come out, not one, not two, but the whole pack of them. <laughs> and I'd be crossing myself, and I'm not even Roman Catholic. <laughs> and they'd lean in the car, and one of them said, Holmes made a 38 on a Shakespeare test. And I said, is it out of 40? Because, see, that's me. I'm a positive person. They said, no, I want to read to you his answers. They said, name Shakespeare's three brothers. Your child wrote down Huey, Louie, and Dewey. (laughs) So, you know, and I just want to go through the floor. (laughs) But I've learned to laugh and have levity, and uh, the child just cracks me up. But um, we do, and then you look at your life and say, where did I go wrong as a parent? Why is this child still in college, blah, blah. (laughs) And you can get so down in the dumps looking at Facebook, please. (laughs) Say, oh, how come my child didn't get that star, that acceptance to this college, a full ride, and blah, 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 you know. Look at that little perfect family. So you you really have to be careful. In fact, I took Proverbs 31 and rewrote the whole thing. Wow. And made it uh, funny. And then, and then I took Glenn Campbell's song, Rhinestone Flip-Flop. And here's a good principle. And the song I wrote called She Wore Her Rhinestone Jesus. <laughs> but she didn't live like it on the outside. So what? if you want to be successful in life, you live inside out all the way through be good, just like that bucket of tomatoes. Wow. All the way through, the best you can possibly be. I had an old fellow on John's Island used to dump out my bucket. He never grinned. He never bought a tomato because he wanted it to be consistently good all the way through to the bottom. That's what we have to do in our life. Live for consistency. Wow. That's that's a great way to say it. close it out. I'm telling you, Jane. 
Herlong. Folks, I want to thank all of you who send us notes. Continue to send me notes. Info at willyjolly.com. If you want some of the free gifts I give, go to willyjolly.com slash gift. And if you want uh, the marriage book, go to jollymarriage.com. Finally, my, my sponsor again is shirleyloufinance.com. Go and get the free gift from her. Just send her and say, I heard you on the Willie Jolly Show. I want the gift. Shirley, L-U-U, loufinance.com. Thank you all so much for your week, uh, for listening again. And remember, but for sure, your best is yet to come. Have a great day and a great week on purpose. Are you tired of crying and complaining? Tired of feeling like life don't treat you fair? Do you see so many others moving on? Are you steady? This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.